I bet you when you looked at your phone and you got the notification that there was a podcast from Danger to Manifold, you slapped your forehead and said, oh shit, they're back. You're damn right we're back. This is uh, the Danger to Manifold podcast, Larry Charles starting it off. And, you know, to everyone in the audience, I just want to say thank you for being patient. And I'm so happy that, oh, guys, oh, come on. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. 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 Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Larry Charles here. I'm half the team. Uh, Helping me bring this podcast to you guys. Mike, Mike, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the people who might not know you, here's Mike. Man, uh, you're, you're crazy because it's like you think we still have some subscribers to get some notifications. That's that's. I hope you're right, man. Like it's it's, it's, it's been a minute. So it's been a minute, dude. It's been a minute. How are you doing, man? It's good to see you again. Well, for those who do or do not know me, I'm Mike. I'm the resident car guru, I guess. The yeah. The non-charismatic but more knowledgeable half of the team. Uh, he's the he's the black belt <laughs> that has the the stripes on the belt. I'm the green belt. You know, it's good to be back. It's um, uh, it's interesting. We're doing a new format. This is the first time that we've been on camera. I think for this podcast. So yeah. those of you that are watching us, this is what we look like. I'm sorry, but it is <laughs> what it is. <laughs> this is what you get, guys. We we put on our pretty face. This is what you get. Uh, really quick, let me just jump in. We're just happy to be doing this again, and we're the upgrade for this version of our podcast moving forward is we acknowledge that we're doing a podcast in 2022, and we should probably take a stab at doing a video format. So here we are. We're doing video and audio, and what that means is if you're listening to this only in audio form, search us on YouTube because there's going to be a video version of the podcast. And if you're already watching the video form and for some reason you're on a long car trip, and you want to just throw on our podcast, definitely look for our podcast in audio form. That's the only advertising I'll do today. Um, let's just get into some fun car talks. Mike, can you please kick us off and tell us about your car project? The one I'm most interested in is the rebirth of the Camaro as a track car. And for fans who might be new to our podcast, both of us love cars. This whole podcast is about car culture, cars, driving fast, and just doing things to your cars. Mike, he, he bought this little sad-ass Camaro. It's black. You know, it's all right. I'll, I'll, I'll let him tell you guys about it. Yeah, he's, he's joking, but he's actually not wrong. You're going to find <laughs> out exactly why in about 30 seconds. Um, it's funny, that for those that have listened to us or if you go back through our old podcasts, I, we did a lot of long-form instructional stuff because, well, I like to lecture entirely too much. Sorry. Um, but I did do a segment on getting a track car ready. And that was my old 50Z, which ended up performing wonderfully. Uh, I never had any issues, and I got some pretty good times in it, considering I was on street tires, and it's mm. got, you know, got a clapped-out motor, and it's 175,000 miles, and it never blew up. It always just took everything I threw at it, and I was beating cars. I really had no business beating, um, and I was feeling really good. But at you know one of my last runs, which I got my best time, I really felt like I was hitting the, uh, the apex of what I could do, with that car. Like I just could, I mean, I, I can't go any faster. And it was like, I'm in California. Uh, so I have to pass, well, LA area. So I have to pass smog, um, which means my options are limited on what to do with that. Um, so I decided, well, I have this 450 horsepower Camaro, like I, it's heavy, but the hell with it. Let's try it. It's a 2010. And, um, I already knew it wasn't suitable for the track. because I've actually tracked it once before. And those that are long time listeners will know that. Um, so I did, everything to get it set i got new cooling new radiator um put a new clutch in it 
because the clutch was weak on the car from the factory. I ended up snapping uh, axle, which I believe we mm -hmm. talked about before. So I replaced mm -hmm. that. Um, got zero one wheels, zero one brakes. Um, I, I always forget like half the mods I did to it. There's some other stuff. Too. Oh, brand new suspension, Hotchkiss all oh, around. So your suspension. So you really the only thing the car doesn't have at this point is aero. But there aren't a whole lot of options for that, short of like a massive drag wing, and I didn't want to do that. So I was like, oh, all right, well, let's just let's just, let's just run it. It's ready. Um, when I ran, I ran Button Willow because that's not only is it my favorite track, but it's also probably the one that I'm best at. Maybe, maybe, maybe that might be a tie for streets um, clockwise, but. Button Willow is definitely one of my better tracks. Uh, I probably have the most runs on it. And my best time with the 350 was that track. So I figured, let's run that. And I get in, and the first thing I notice is it's like trying to pilot the RMS Titanic. Like it is <laughs> massively heavy. And like it's, it felt like driving an SUV on the freeway. Like it's the, the, the weight shift, like you can't just, like the 350, I could always just. I turn the wheel and it goes, and that's because it was lighter and has an obscene amount of downforce, right? It has the V3 kit on it, which is wind tunnel tested and everything. This thing's a brick on wheels, and it weighs 4,000 pounds. And it's like, if you shift way too hard, you're just going to fling your rear out, and then that's it. You're in the dirt. So it, it took getting used to driving, and my time's garbage, especially because it just doesn't turn that well. I mean, it go when it goes in the straight, it goes, but... The two biggest issues on that car were the instability at speed because of lack of aero and weight. Uh, and for those that, that you don't know, what aero does is it gives you artificial weight. It basically gives you all the benefits of weight with none of the drawbacks. So you get all the benefits of getting pushed down and having the sticky tire, so to speak, with none of the drawbacks of having to actually move that weight, right? Just straight up weight, it, all the benefits you get from the weight are overcome by the fact that you still have to turn shift the weight. So it ends up being a negative, an ultimate drawback, which is exactly what happened with this car. And the other problem, believe it or not, is the gearing on the stock ones. Uh, I had to leave it in third the entire track, like the mm. entire everywhere. Every time I tried to downshift to second in any turn, I was in second for uh, half a second and I had to go back to third. And every time I topped out in third, I was in fourth for half a second before I had to, before I was at a turn. So it was like. My best time was just leaving in third. Like the time spent shifting negated any of the benefits. So like I top out at 120 and then I just have to coast in third at red line waiting for the turn. Right. So that was it. So there were two just things that were annoying to do, but also slowed me down. And at the end of the day, um, some people wiped out, some people left. So I had like open track. Um, oh, nice. And I pulled my best times. And there's room for improvement, but like, you know, I know how to drive and I was two seconds slower than the damn 250 horsepower 350Z. And that was like, <laughs> I'm, I'm slower than my other car. <laughs> it's not that fun to drive. It's not as fun to drive because you're not shifting at all. Mm -hmm. It's like driving a boat. Like every turn is just like this planning, very careful, gradual thing so that you gradually shift your weight. So you can't be, you know, there's not nimble at all. Nimble is not a word that I would use to describe this car at all. Mm -hmm. And I just, I came back from that track day and it, that was the first day back. I mean, okay. Admittedly, that was the first day I was back on track in since COVID. 
like that first time. Yeah, because you give yourself some grace, man. It, it, it's but, been but a while. That, but that's the thing, though. It just it wasn't as fun as the 350. And mm. it's like, so now I'm at a crossroads. Like, do I want to continue down this road with this car, knowing it's never going to be as fun, or do I want to reevaluate another car or the 350 or whatever? Okay. Uh, the one, the I gotta, one thing I said before you get on to okay, it, the okay, one thing okay. I said there, it wasn't all bad. There was this Tesla dual motor that was just—I mean, it's fast. Don't get me wrong, but he was just—he was not going to let me pass. He was not having it at all. And the problem is, like a dual motor Tesla's fast, but at 100 miles an hour, I'm faster. Yeah, and he knew that, so he was bombing into every turn trying to put some distance between us because I kept closing. And he wiped out. And I was all like, there you go. You know what? Did you give, did you give it a little beep, beep? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. That was, that was not necessary. But it was uh, just a, it was like a little, a personal victory. You know, I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I still have a car. Like, like a, you know, I still have a real car. And you, 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 mm-hmm. it's still better than you, right? Still yeah. faster. But anyway, uh, yeah, so I, I'm at a crossroads. I know you were going to say something. I'm curious to what you have to say, because I know this is the first time you're hearing the story. So I'll say this. Uh, two things. One, the Teslas, I kind of call them quick, not necessarily fast, because we'll out top, you know. So if you want to just say fast or, like, who can go the fastest, highest top speed, that's kind of where you win back. You can reel them down. You can chase them down or reel them in, as they say in the streets. Um but I can't beat it off the line, that's for sure. Like, I don't have, you know, all-wheel drive. Next, I was going to say, Mike, you're in California with a 350Z that's still in good shape minus the engine. You still have a great, capable platform. You may as well yank that bitch out of there and do what all the kids do these days and all the kids used to do in our days as kids was drop a 2JZ in that thing put some boost on top of it and make that your dedicated track car because someone is going to buy it and basically do that themselves. I would rather you do it than someone else. I'm glad you, you uh, went with the engine swap. Uh, 2JZ is a funny one because it's not going to fit. Um, there's no way it's going to fit. There's absolutely no way it's going to fit, but it's too long. But nevertheless, you sure about that? I mean, you could make it fit, but it's okay, not. Right, it's, okay. it's 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 not going to be easy because there's going to yeah. be a bunch of stuff that's in the way. I don't think you're going to hit the core support, but you're going to get so close that you're going to have to really think about your fan setup and stuff like that. I mean, it's going to be mm. really tight. Like I know that engine bay really, really well. It's mm. going to be a tight fit. That's designed for okay. three cylinders in a V, not six cylinders, right? So. Yeah. Um, but no, what I was considering was the LS swap, right? Because that's actually mm. a much more common one. It fits perfectly. And believe it or not, you, the stock 50Z transmission is so strong. It'll take a, it'll take an LS all day long. No problem. You know and knowing you, it's almost poetic that you would LS swap it. Cause it's like, that's that kind of what sense. I do. That, that, yeah, that makes sense. That's like, that's a Mike car right there. 350Z LS swap, which LS, you know, an LS two. Didn't matter because when I looked into the cost, yeah, just it's so twelve thousand dollars just for the swap parts. That doesn't include the engine. Mm. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> and I was like, bro, we could go I buy can, you. I can't, like, I can't justify that. I mean, it will be the fastest three fifty Z on the planet, but I can't justify that. Like, Not there's without- no way. There's no <laughs> ways. I just. 
I got to copy Sesame Street and say, this is not possible without the support of viewers like yeah, you yeah, <laughs> to, right. to yeah. the audience. <laughs> Just throw Mike a couple of dollars, guys. <laughs> Let's get this thing on the road. So, you know, that really, realistically, that's a $15,000, $20,000 swap for something yeah. realistic, right? Yeah, they're like, for all you freaking out, like, you know, Kyle, just call it the comment. We don't have a comment section. But if, it, if okay. we had a comment section, those that you would be freaking out, you could do it for cheaper. Yes, you yeah. absolutely can get some mounts, shoehorn it in there, and, and, and jerry-rig an ECU for probably a few thousand dollars, right? You can do that. The problem is then you, you, have, you have a piece of garbage. Like you have an engine that's really good in a car where nothing works. Your HVAC won't work. Your AC won't work. Your gauges won't work. Nothing will work. Like, so, and for me, anyone who's uh, listened to me talk knows that I don't, I don't do track slots, so to speak. Like, I don't like just (laughs) frames with engines that are abysmal. Like I always track a car that I would drive in normal life because that Mm -hmm. that's meaningful to me. I want to be able to be good in the car that I drive normally. So any car that I build is going to have to have like, the gauges need to work and the heater needs to work. The AC needs yeah. to work while I'm driving up there, right? So, and on top of that, like you can get the LS to pass smog uh, through the bar, uh, uh, bar rep method, but that's another thing that I do want to do, but it's a lot of money. So, um, so I started looking at my other options and I was like, well, turns out there are California legal superchargers. It's like $8,000, but. Mm-hmm. Now I'm gonna. I'd have to pull the motor and rebuild it. It's like my motor's way too old. It needs a refresh for sure. But that's just that's not a lot of money. That's just time and effort. But mm-hmm. um, I honestly think if I was gonna keep the 350, the supercharger is probably the only route that makes sense. The problem is that's still eight thousand dollars for a car that's maybe worth that, maybe less than that. So it's like it's difficult to. So again, here's the conundrum, right? It's like, sure. do I keep the 350? Yeah, it does everything else perfect. It can only fit so big of a tire in it, but it can definitely do bigger than I have now. I can get 415 horsepower out of the supercharger, which is perfect for that car, I think. But yeah. oh, man. Or, or do I try and find another car, like a, I don't know, an old Z, a C5 Z06 or something? I don't know. So like, I have no idea what to do now for the track thing. I just, I'm at a crossroads. So at this point, you just kind of got to pick your poison, man, because like each one sounds like it's going to be intensive and expensive in different ways. Um, And it's probably not even just a dollar value thing at this point, because like you're still pretty close with the Camaro. You just feel like that's just not the driving experience that you want is what it sounds like to me. Even if you had it right, it sounds like it just at best it doesn't speak to your soul. I mean. Button whirl is a long course. It's a it's a two minute course, right? Mm-hmm. And so dropping two seconds that's a that's a lot of time. That's uh, you know it, easier than a short course, but still two seconds is a bit. I can I do it with scale? Probably. I mean, it's been a while since I've been on the track. I, I can probably match my three fifties time. I, I may even be able to beat it by some tenths, mm-hmm. but. It's it's I'm, like I expected something that much more powerful to be faster, and it's like the dri- it's the driving experience is what I kept going back to. Like I'm not shifting in that car, and you know they're all you guys saying, "Oh, we're just not fast enough." Like, well, maybe I, I mean maybe, but it's it's also it's like 
a lot of some of this can be solved like oh just pull everything out of it pull the seats out blah blah I'm like okay well no then i'm driving a piece of shit again i, I don't want to do that yeah. right it's um, a rattle rocket and it's hard to put arrow on that car that doesn't just look really stupid so it's like <laughs> and all this matters to me like i'm not i'm not a track rat like i'm not i never yeah. have been it's always like i'm all of it like the car's got to look good it's got to be fast mm. it's got to be mm. trackable like I build the whole package when I build one of these cars. Like, it's got to be everything. My wife has to like going out to the dinner when it, I need to, like, it has to survive the track. It has to be fast. I have to enjoy it. And I have to think it looks good. It's everything. It's got to be everything. So, you know, maybe I'm asking for too much, but like, that's what it is. That's where it's at. You know, when they make those triangles where it's like cheap, nope. All done the well. And, yeah, and done it's always fast. the money. The money's the one I put throw, goes out the window. It's like, because everything else has to happen. Most people are trying to pick between one triangle. Mike has a whole second triangle, and he wants all six. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way he does it. Yeah, I want it done fast. I want it done well. I want it powerful. I want it to look nice. I want it to be a grocery guy. Like, everything a car could be, Mike says yes. Hey, he needs three. to drive in the snow. <laughs> he needs perfect crash test rating you know <laughs> the 350 was fine except for 50 power. miles a gallon <laughs> well no that's the one i don't care about yeah, eight miles okay, a gallon okay. i don't care about okay. that one all right but yeah that's that that's where the the, the track update is so to speak and i yeah. i was i was supposed to go with a buddy of mine last saturday i didn't go i was just like i i need to figure this out i can't i'm not just gonna go there and just feel like the slowest person there and i say like, i can't do this so i and then yeah, it doesn't help my buddy just like completely track routed out his m3 he used i used to we were neck and neck and now he's just obliterated my times i mean he's on track tires and no interior and all this other stuff he's like sponsored by tire companies now he's like oh well there you go he goes every week or something like but like and that's fine like i'm very happy for him but at the same time it's just like man i fell behind <laughs> well mike that could be God, you i fell behind <laughs> I bet your friend doesn't have a podcast with 20 episodes out. Yeah. Three subscribers left. Yeah. Bro, we, <laughs> we, these are the real fans. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, the hardcore ones. Hey, if you're listening to this podcast right now, much respect. If, like, I don't care when you hear this. Much respect. Thank you for checking us out. Um, I, I do know one listener who's going to, I'm going to tell him about it. He's going to listen to this. And it's funny because I actually have a story about an update about him. And where his car journey is. So um, it's my buddy Martin. And he uh, last, I know I've talked about him on the podcast before. Uh, he bought, he was, he loved my S2000 and he wanted, he ended up getting the M3, the E46 M3, I think you remember. And that car did everything I warned him it would do. Like it was a pain in the butt. For those of, the, of you that don't know E46s, they had weak subframe, rear subframes from the factory, or excuse me, rear weak frame rails from the factory, which need to either have um, the factory way they did it was uh, epoxy, but the best way to do it is weld in new plates to reinforce it. Um, okay. The vandal system needs to be rebuilt, and you always have to do the mains on the engine because the tolerances on really all our motors are so crazy that about a hundred thousand miles, you want to redo the mains to um, stop you from basically spinning a bearing. And so he did that and he got the car real cheap and then it became not cheap. Like he ended up, you know, and he did like he, some of it was at a shop. Some of it was himself. Like he did the whole cooling system and hats off cause he did a good job. But 
um, for being, you know, a little, little on the more novice side, but um, certainly did a good job. But it was just like, there was always something wrong with the car. And it was just, it was such a pain to work on. And I did, I did warn him about all that, but he was just like, so the update is um, we were at a company function. We worked together and mm -hmm. uh, I drove the S2000, my S2000. And um, we, were at, <laughs> we were at, sure. <laughs> we, we, we were at the, um, uh, we, we had to get some drinks with some coworkers that we haven't seen. It was like the first time we've seen anyone out since COVID. And, um, so we got a couple drinks and then we're looking at each other and it's like, I was like, it like bartender comes like, you want another one? I was like, I look at Martin. I was like, well, one of us is driving. He's like, I'll drive. I was like, all right. So I grab another drink and I was cool. And then at the end of the night, he drives the car and I just, the grin on his face was like, that told me everything I need to know. He should have bought S2000. So you fast forward a few months and he, he sold the M3. Um, you know, we got pretty good money for it. Um, yeah. And, you know, he was very honest about where it was. And it was a good value. I, honestly, I think he sold it maybe a little, little light. I know he wanted to move it, but um, whoever got that car, uh, it still needs some work, but he got a, he got a pretty damn good deal, in my opinion. So uh, if you bought a black M3 from a guy named Martin and you're listening to this podcast, the odds of that are <laughs> zero. But, but you got a good car. You got a good deal. Yeah. So, um, like, because I saw the well, like, I told him to post a picture of the weld job on the rear subframe plates because this is the, like, it was a terror to get the welder in, but this, this guy, this was the best weld job I've ever seen. Like, this was mm. amazing. I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I mean, you I know, mean, if anybody should get shouted out, we should shout out the welder. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was, it was really, it was a great job. I was like, this is really, and he did it upside down. Like that, like that's the hardest thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like welding straight up in a perfect environment's not as hard. Welding upside down, I having done it many times, gravity is fighting you. Like it is not that easy, especially if you don't have a good welding outfit. Which more on that later, by the way, I got a new welding outfit. But um, so so he sells the car, and I think the next day he was like, "Mike, I want an S two thousand." I was like, "Okay, like." I was thinking he's going to take a month or two to, nope, mm -hmm. literally the next day looking for S2000s. And one of the reasons we were uh, was so busy the last couple days is yesterday we actually went to look at a car. It was an S2000. It was an AP. It was a, a same year as mine, an 02. It was a yellow, spa yellow, and 92,000 miles on it or something. And. Mm really pretty cheap for for what it was i was kind of surprised it did have an accident we didn't know what it was but when we got there like you could eat out of the engine bay i've seen brand new cars that had dirtier engine bays in this thing i couldn't i was like what like we knew it had been retitled from indiana and stuff like that so it definitely went through a dealer lot and somebody cleaned it up real nice and i and i could tell some of the panels were repainted um mm -hmm. so i knew that but it was so bright out i didn't really look at it too closely to see which ones were repainted because the stock paint is act was is actually in pretty good condition too um and you know martin's uh, going back and forth because you know it's more than we wanted to spend but at the same time I, I basically told him i was like dude i'll be real with you right now like a this car's not getting any cheaper like especially with inflation like this car's only going to get more expensive and two for the money he's asking like you you will not find a cleaner one like you just won't like people are charging $7,000 more than this for things that have 
worst Less histories and are, 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 are in our worst condition. I was like, and like I drove it, the thing runs perfect. Um, it's funny because like, I know it's 5,000 pretty well. And he said it was hundred percent stock. And I'm like, yeah, so, uh, the clutch is an ACT, right? And he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. The clutch was, I know it's not stock. It's like a stage two. And I'm like, it's not a stage two. It's a stage one ACT, but okay. And it's just because I know, I know what people with S2000s do. And like, I asked specifically because there are some uh, intricate parts about an S2000 that you have to do right on a clutch. And there's like a setup. There's a setup, right? It's like stock fly with stock, uh, clutch, um, clutch disc, ACT pressure plate, stock release bearing. You have to do it that way for reasons I'll get into later. But, um, but it looked like it was fine. It, it, um, VTEC was running well. Every, nothing was leaking. I mean, it was it was a good car. And so I was like, so he, my buddy decided to buy it. And we drive it home. And then when we get there, I go ahead and we look at it closely. I was like, okay, this panel, and I got one wrong. I thought the, I thought the uh, driver door was repainted too. It wasn't. That's how good the paint's in. Uh, but I called all the other ones, and then I got out my paint depth gauge to verify, and I was absolutely right. And mm. then I and then I was able to recreate the accident based off of where the thickest parts of the paint were. It was basically the story he told us about like hitting a pylon was mostly true. He just left out the part where, in addition to the front fender, he also dented the door in the rear quarter. He left that mm. part out, but everything was in spec. The paint job was actually excellent. I was like. Like I take it as a plus, man. Like, like this. You know, it's not bring a trailer, but it's about as close to bring a trailer as you can get before being bring a trailer, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, I think he got a great value. I think he got a great car out of it. Um, and I, of course, I brought my, <laughs> I brought my white my white S two thousand to to see the car, and it was really funny because the second I walk out of the car, the owner of the yellow car comes up. He's like, GPW on red. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, that's the color of the car is Grand Prix white, and the interior is red. That's one of the rarest uh, combos and most sought-after Japanese-spec combos of an S2000 of that era, an AP1. And because the AP1s have full red seats, not just mm-hmm. not the two-tone. And so, like, everyone instantly notices it. I was like, yes, yeah, yes, that is what it is. It's one of the reasons I bought the car. And it's just funny to see a fellow S2000 person recognize, like, I'm like my car's not great, man. It's like you know, I had to it's repaint. Really nice. I, I mean, I, really I, like I, I, ha- I had to repaint half of it, and I didn't do the best job because I thought I was just going to sell it. But um, it's held up well. It looks pretty good from ten feet away, and that's that's cool. Um, but to have like I bought it for sixty four hundred dollars, and they're 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 going for three four times that now. So it's like to have somebody like with such a clean car be like, oh, your car's cool. And like on the way back from the bank, he literally wanted to drive back in my car. <laughs> to see what it was like. I was like, okay. And, you know, it's got a loud exhaust that I have to swap out, so it's obnoxious, but it's it was fun. And then and then driving home with my buddy with our two S2000s, and when we parked in front of his house, it was like a car show. It's really yeah. funny. And then my favorite part of the day, and he's going to love that I repeat this, his, son come, his son's like two or something, and his son comes out with his nanny, and the first thing is he, he goes right to the car. He says, yeah, he points at it. Yellow race car, oh. and he looks at, and he looks at mine. He's like, "White race car," and my buddy was like, it just starts laughing." I'm like, and then he's just like pointing out the engine and the hood, the, the two year old. And I'm like, 
Mm-hmm. Do you just watch YouTube videos about cars all day with this guy? And he's like, no, no, I read them car books. I was like, oh, well, you're parenting correctly. But, so that, it was it was a, it was a good day, and I'm glad my buddy finally got the S2000 that you know really probably should have bought a year ago. But anyway, he's happy now. We have an S. This three of us now have an S2000, so we're in the S2000 club. But yeah, the Subaru goes. Is that what he's making the kid noises with? It? <laughs> <laughs> kind of because he's like he's whoa, like whoa, whoa. he pointed at the engine he's like engine make car go fast i was like yes yes it does <laughs> correct wow. but yeah so it was it was a neat experience i was glad my buddy finally got the car that he wanted so and if i would have known the kid like real cars you should have told me so i could bring mine up and show him what you know a real car looks like that would have been it would have been the icing you know the icing on the cake for that kid like yeah. but good kid it sounds like and congrats to martin you said yeah all right, Martin, shout out to you, buddy. Congrats on the new car. Hope it's awesome. And I hope you hear this. Um, sounds like he got a Christmas gift. But Mike, to put some airtime for me on the podcast, I have a story to tell you. Christmas came early for me this year. Uh-oh. It changed my it changed my life. This is it changed the whole life. Jeez. I have to say two things. One, everything that Mike and I talk about from here on understand audience that this is a podcast and we say things for entertainment purposes sometimes these are hypothetical situations that may or may not have happened this is an entertainment podcast anything we say that sounds legally dubious is an entire fabrication that did not actually happen in the way we said it that's the legal disclaimer yeah okay so a guy that looks a lot like me was driving this really cool. <laughs> Anyone who's seen Larry's, not a lot of people look like Larry. So, you know, mass, okay. massive dude. I, I mean, I'm just going to. So, guy looks like me is driving from Orange County to San Francisco, where actually I live. Oh, and how about yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy coincidence. There's a part on the drive, you know, where you kind of go through like the dusty areas and it's not really a lot of stuff happening. Um, past, I don't want to say grapevine, but like past the grapevine, but not too far past the grapevine. Like it, you've passed like the last gas station and now you're just hitting those signs, next gas, 40 miles. You know what I mean? The I've long stretch. Yeah. Yep. yeah, I know it. So, I mean, this car is coming down the hill. And I mean, when I say flying, I mean like flying mike when i tell you this is like lose your license speed this was and this is, i get it you're right? getting you're getting you're not just getting the ticket you're getting yelled at like you're getting yelled at a lot yeah yeah no i i, I get no, it this is crush your car this is like <laughs> a straight no you're never I'm driving not, again i am, taking I, your license. I so shit you not mike this is crush your this is like you are fucked <laughs> and the thing is, like, I understand, like, because if you look around, like, there's, like, no cars. You kind of have, like, mostly the road to yourself. And you open it up a little bit because you just want to, like, yeah, I'm just going to push a little bit. Then I'm going to let it This is why God invented radar detectors. Yeah, well, we get it. We get it. Yeah. It'd be a great Christmas gift for this guy if you ever meet him, Mike. Oh, I'll put you guys uh, you in know, touch. Yeah, if you've ever, if you saw his plate, <laughs> just let me know. Maybe I can figure it yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll figure that out. So, all of a sudden, um... I mean, when I, okay, so I already talked about the flying part. You know how when you look in your rear view and, like, you see a charger coming? Because of the charger. you just slow the hell down. You're just like, no, oh, you, you have to, like, do you automatic? do you, am I the only one who does this? Like, I duck down to try to see on the roof 
if it has the light rack? Oh, no, because a lot of them don't have the light rack. That's why I don't bother. Oh. So Charger, Explorer, and even the Crown Vix, because there's still a few yeah. of them. Um, so I, have, I, I roll the radar detector, so I just, well, no, a guy who looks like me rolls a radar detector. And if he were speeding, what he would do is, sure. I, like, I hear KA band go off, I just literally stand on the brake. Like, I don't mm. care who's with me, I don't care what we got, we got a cake in the back, I don't care. I stand on the brakes. This is why, guys, I don't build cars with good brakes for the track now. The hell with that, it's for this. It's right here, so I can scrub 20, 30 miles an hour in two seconds. Like, that's yeah. why, and it works, like... So that's what I do, and I'm usually fine. And I and I remember one time I did that, and I, I don't know if I was speeding, but I was going aggressively, and I heard the KA hit, and I had my actually I had my brother-in-law with me at the time, and so I, I slammed on the brakes, and you know what happens when you like your nose just died. It's obvious, mm-hmm. like it's it just the, the especially on like a, like a you know city street. And then I saw uh, a, a, a fine officer of the law with his radar gun out, and he, like, literally, he's like this, and as I pass by, he's just, like, he gave me the dirtiest look. Like, the dirtiest look. I was just like, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> anyway, so so on the radar, I, I don't care what it is. I hear that KA go off. I slam on the brakes. If I see a car coming up fast, I usually let off because there's only one of two things, right? Either somebody's flying down the highway or somebody's flying down the highway to get me, right? Mm-hmm. So I usually let off. And then if I see the, the lights, that's when I slow down to five over, 10 over, something like that. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And I usually either then start looking or let them pass or whatever it is. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't risk it. Like I don't, yeah. I don't sit there. I'm like, I'm going insert speed here and like well what is it is it or no screw that like i'm not risking it like, i'll just slow down all right so taking it back to you know we're good so look i lights lights on deck right on the roof so i'm like oh man that's like i was like that's bad it's one of those moments where you know you're fucked it's like you know you know you know everything that has happened you know what they know and you know what's about to happen and you're just like Oh my God! It's dead to rights, Mike. You're dead to rights, and just—I'm not going to say anything about the speed. But imagine, based on what I'm about to tell you, this cop did to this guy. Just imagine the speed, right? So, cop pulls up, hits the lights, but the cop is like right on his ass. So the guy puts on the signal to start going right, and the cop cuts the lane to stay right on his tail. So he's I'm not—he's like, not letting that guy go. I was like, this cop is probably anticipating that the guy might try to run. Wait, hold on. What, what car was this? This is the, the GT, the Mustang GT. Okay. So, oh, this was the hypothetical guy. This is the hypothetical oh, guy. Yeah, oh, yeah. dear. The, the, oh, the no. GT I was watching. No, I, was, guy... I, was, I was traveling fast enough to see all this, but not fast oh, enough to get myself Yeah, but no, yeah, no, no. You do yeah, never, yeah. never, never. Okay, so, gotcha. <laughs> cop, like, and I'm like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, I see the guys like, no, I'm pulling over, I'm pulling over, I'm not trying to run. And so like they negotiate their way, park the cars, this turns is where off you the can... engine. Oh, I was yeah. like, when you talk about sh- and then he was, yes, sir, yes sir, no oh, sir, thank man. you, whatever you want, sir. I'm man. so sorry, sir. 
Yeah, so I ducked off in a bush nearby just so that I could, you so know. You, so you can watch it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, mean look, yeah. you see another black guy get pulled over. You just want to make sure everything is okay. You know oh, what I mean? every so, time, yeah. And he, and he looks a lot like me, so I kind of felt for the guy. Right? Yeah, like I, yeah. I could see know. myself in the his empathy, shoes. The empathy. The empathy was there yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I, I could totally see myself in this guy's shoes. So pull the car over and turns off the car, everything. The cop walks up. First thing the cop says is, on the gun, it says 112. <laughs> And he says, and I know you, but you're accelerating. He was like, <laughs> right. my, I've been doing this job about 20 years. He was like, and I could hear this clear as day, right? Like, you know, there's not that many cars out. He says, you, oh, my, you, oh, I assume, I'm still in the bush. I'm, I, assume, I'm in the bush. I assume the gentleman had a very loud exhaust on his car. I'm just oh, assuming that, I mean, that's who, the case. Who, yeah. Who, you know, Mustangs got to represent. If there's yeah. anything that Mustangs are known for being, it's obnoxious. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, win oh, or I, lose. I, I know this one guy with the red GT. He is the most obnoxious person I know in a car. Yeah. Every time he comes into my neighborhood, I don't know why he comes into my neighborhood. He just does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He wakes the dead. Anyway, continue on with this. The so, so, like, I'm, you know, like, kind of peering through the bushes as this is going down. I'm worried. Like, I'm trying to make sure that no guns. Get I'll bet you get worried. <laughs> So I can hear the cop say to the fellow, he's like, um, my gun co cocks you at 112, and I know you're accelerating. He's like, I've been doing this job for 20 years. My eyes say you were probably doing about 130 before I gunned it to try to reel you in. Something like that. And so I'm just like, oh, shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and he's like, this is going straight to the judge. We're taking I, the like. I got one word for you. Fifth. Fist, man. It's so, the fifth. Get, let, me, let me tell you, <laughs> the gentleman inadvertently did exactly that. Like, what are you going to do? You're dead to rights. Like, I don't, why did you play cute and coy and, oh, it couldn't have been, I was going downhill and, like, F all that. That's out the window. Just, like, no. chill yeah, out. Don't up, escalate. Yeah. Do not escalate the situation. And so... Now I got the popcorn out and like I got my phone. I'm like, oh shit, and I'm trying to live stream all this. Um, so the cops, like, I've been doing this job for 20 years, and like my eyes say, you're like, I call you 112, like my eyes say, like 130, like a, a much higher speed. And he's like, we go straight to the judge. He's like, we're taking the car, we crushed the car. He's like, this is like, let it, he's like, you have your license and registration, you know. Guy gives him license registration and he's like, Where are you headed? Where are you going? It's like a long drive. He's like, Do you know the area? He's like, No, I don't know the area. i just, I drive through here to get to where I'm going. He's like, Oh, is your house on fire? You know what I mean? And like, and I can see the guy just kind of taking it. You know what I mean? Like, just kind of like not saying yes, no questions, but more like, uh, Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, just kind of like hands are clean and clear, engine is off. I'm not trying to like, Escalate. I'm not even seeing the guy return the jokes. I'm just seeing him kind of like, yeah, just take it. License registration, he grabs it. The car walks back to his car. So I duck, you know, because he's already treating that guy like that. I don't want him to see me and like kind of do the same. Yeah, of course. So I'm, you know, I'm ducked off a little bit more now. Comes back and he's like, he comes back to the guy and he leans over in the car and he's like, I could write you up on this, uh, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to write you up for five over. And so, first of the guy's like, oh, that's actually, like, of all the ass kickings I was expecting to get, he's, that's fucking favorable. You know what I mean? So, and then he's like, can you that's roll a, up the that's window? A, that's a parking ticket. 
Like, yeah, so he's like, your- can you, yeah, can you roll up your window for me? Guy rolls up the window, no tint, right? So then he, he walks to the front of the car and looks down. Then he comes back to the window. He's like, oh, and a front license plate too. And I'm just sitting there like, oh, thank you, Jesus. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> I can almost see the light at the end of the tunnel. This guy's almost, he's almost made it, you know? But I was like, looks, you know, the cop's looking for something, you know, because obviously you're stopped. Obviously the guy's in trouble. And, you know, so then he, the cop's like chatting a little more. He's like, you know, what do you do? The guy's like, oh, I'm a video game designer. Funny enough, so am I. Uh, so I should probably hang out with this guy at some point. Um so they're chit-chatting. He's like, look, you know, you got a cool car and everything. And so the cop kind of, like, sees no window tint. He asked about it. I was like, yeah, you know, I actually got written up for a window tint once before, and I could still hear these guys talking, which was kind of weird. But he says, uh, no window tint. You got the front license plate. And he's like, I want. I was going to even write you for five over. But he says, he says to the gentleman, he looks him square in the eye. And white cop also, for anybody who thinks, you know, like, like all the bad scenarios that an African-American getting pulled over by the cop could be thinking like, well, this is worst nightmare DEFCON five scenario minus no guns were drawn. I didn't see the cop ever get like once they had got to the side and it was like, you know, the situation was off the road. Everything seemed like, okay, the cop leans over and says, you know what? Your demeanor goes a long way. I'm just going to ask you to slow down and be careful out there. You don't want to have your license taken. You don't want to get your car crushed. And he and he's like says, "You got a cool car, man." They shook hands, waved at each other, and then I watched the guy drive away. And I sat there in fucking awe. Like, do you okay? Do you understand? You know what I mean? Like, do you? This, no part of this hypothetical situation that didn't happen in my wildest dreams would I ever thought would have been the result of this situation. You know, it's funny that you mentioned this because I, I think I know this guy. And Do you? Yeah, I think I, 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 he, okay. he, he, he drives a Mustang as well. He's, he's kind of an asshole, but... <laughs> But I do know him. We, we've had it. We've actually, believe it or not, yeah. we've had a couple of beers. And um, oh, you do I, know this guy. I, I, he might. He might listen to this podcast, and I think I have some words for him. If he's, if you're listening out there, uh, mystery tall black guy in a, in a, oh, in a, in a Mustang is um, a knock that shit off. It died. B B. You are the luckiest SOB I have, because this is not the first story of his that I've heard, by the way, of him what? just getting off with murder. Uh, I will say his demeanor is actually the most awe-inspiring, on-point, kind demeanor I've ever, I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Uh, and also... Uh, he met either the chillest cop on the planet or the cop didn't have the gun on him. I, so I, I, I don't know how many of you guys know this. I actually applied to be a police officer. And uh, if they don't have, if their car isn't certified, if they didn't pace you for long enough, or if their gun, which they do have car-mounted guns, and I say 50-50 that even had one, mm-hmm. if they don't have that certification in order, or if they didn't get a clean read, 
They have nothing. They cannot. They, they take that to court. They'll lose automatically. I know. I've been. Yeah. I, I know a guy who looks a lot like me who's been to court a lot. And, <laughs> and who's been uh, to court a lot. <laughs> and won. And won the majority of times. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot There's a lot that goes into. Um, I, I joke with my wife all the time. I should have been a lawyer because I'm fascinated by law. It's not, even, it's not even getting out of shit anymore. It's just like. I'm just fascinated by the process and reading law, but um, turns out there's actually quite a bit that goes into um, a ticket. And when they when they tell you you have to plead guilty, you don't. Like they're, just, they're lying to you. They you don't. Um, so maybe we'll do a maybe we'll do a podcast on that. I don't know a if I want. I don't. I don't know if yeah. I want to get the hate though from like. I don't know. We'll. I'll think about it. But yeah, yeah, if I had to guess, because like. Like, I'll go ahead and say, this was me once. Like, I um, I may or may not have been going over the speed limit, but I did see the cop that saw me, and I, I had my wife, uh, she was my girlfriend at the time, but she was in the car with me, and I think I was in the Camaro, and we got pulled over because the Camaro's not exactly quiet, and I, you know, I hit it, um, and pulls me over, and I was all like, I already knew, like, there's... The radar detector didn't go off. There's zero chance of pacing. Like, I understand he has nothing. Like, mm -hmm. I will tell, like, I I don't care. Like, at that point, I didn't care if he wrote me a ticket or not, because I knew the second I went to court, I was going to win. Like, he just didn't mm -hmm. have it. I knew he didn't have it. So, um, so I'm, like, totally re relaxed. Meanwhile, my wife's really quiet, freaking out. Uh, again, <laughs> girlfriend at the time, just, like, freaking out, because she's, she's been pulled over, like, twice, right? Yeah. Once for going five over, and she got the ticket, which is BS. And I was like, you should have fought that. But, um, so I, uh, so I'm like very, and the, and the officer's like, you know, what's the rush? I'm like, no rush officer. I'm just, you know, headed to the freeway. And, he, and he's all like, okay, going a little fast there. I was like, oh, you know, honestly, I didn't really notice, but uh, I guess it's, it's possible, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I certainly didn't notice my uh, speeding. And he's like, okay, well, you know, look, you need to, you know, license registration, blah, blah, back to the car, back, mm -hmm. you know, runs my plate, everything comes back. It's like, you know, yeah, I, I really like it if you slow down, you know, it's a fast car. I really like it if you slowed it down. Um, and I was like, yeah, okay, thank you. And, you know, then we, he went on his way. I went on my way and my wife looked at me. She's like, how are you not freaking out right now? You just got pulled over. How did you even not even get a ticket? Blah, blah, you know, it's just like, and so I kind of explained everything I just explained to you. And I was like, yeah, mm -hmm. the, like it wasn't there. Like it just mm -hmm. wasn't there. And she's like, okay. Yeah. Since since then, I have actually um, helped her get out of her own ticket with trial by declaration. And she like she freaked out about that. I was like, hey, just write this down. She's like, okay, send it in. Dismissed. I was like, oh. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but uh, oh yeah, to that guy, stop it, stop oh, you, that. <laughs> you don't have to worry. I so I know this guy actually now. I know him very well. Uh, I, I feel like we're close. And um, for the rest of the drive home, like super, like thankful. You know when you, you know when you almost die, and you like never. You know when it's like the. I, I hate to be sensitive about this. Like the doctor gives you the bad diagnosis, and then you quit everything related to that diagnosis, and you swear to God, like if you just get me through this, this one more time, I'm gonna. It was, bro. It was one of those, man. I, I saw change. I saw change. You followed him the whole way home, and he was just 65 pegged the whole way, huh? 
I followed him as far as I needed to get to like uh, I, don't yeah, yeah, I don't know I don't know what happened. You don't know where he lives. Yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for no, sure. No, yeah, exactly. I'm not a stalker or anything. No, but, no, no. You know, I got places to be too. I just wanted to make sure everything was going to be cool. You know? <laughs> so, so Christmas, yeah, Christmas came early, and to that officer who I saw like this whole thing go down, like. I respect the job. I respect the badge of the authority. Like, it, man, this was somebody that you would call a police officer, right? Like, even in doing his job, there probably should have been some punishment in regards to that situation. And with his own discretion, he kind of was just like, you know what? Probably had zero points on your license. Because, I mean, like, he didn't pin anything. Front license plate, no tint. And he just let the guy go. I was like, well, I'll be damned. So I also learned a lesson that day. Yeah, I was. Uh, it does, that, speaking of cool officers, that does remind me. I know I've said it on this podcast before, but um, as a refresher, I remember uh, I was driving my Camaro just for a cruise one night, and um, I, I grabbed my registration from the mail, but I hadn't put the sticker on yet. Mm-hmm. And I knew a tail light was out, and it was on order, so Amazon was delivering the next day. But I was like, I had a rough week. I'm going for a cruise. I get pulled over in like in this, you know downtown area where there's a lot of bars and stuff, but I'm just driving through, right? Mm-hmm. Cop pulls me over and he walks right up to my car. He And I get my registration out and I look at the sticker. I'm like, oh, God. yeah. <laughs> really should have expired. No, it's just the sticker is in oh. my hand. Like it's not on oh, the plate. Gotcha. So I was like, uh, and then the guy's like, he's like, you know why I pulled you over? I'm like, yep. My tail lights out, and, and then he's like, "And your registration? Oh, I see your registration in your hand there." I was like, "Yep, forgot to put it on the plate." As I like, it's in my hand. He's like, "Okay," so he goes back, runs my plate, blah, blah, comes back. He's like, "Okay, well, you know," and, and I was like, "Yeah, the tail lights on order. It's literally gonna be here tomorrow. Like, I know it's there. I, I'll, I just wanted to go for a cruise." And he's all like, "Yeah, I get that. I know you're gonna fix it, and you obviously got the sticker there. You gotta put that on your plate. I get it." He's like, he's like, you know, so I'm like, I'm not going to write you up on, on anything. He's just like, can you just do me one favor? And I was all like, oh, okay. He's like, just make sure you keep this car sounding as good as it does. And I was like, Ooh. yes, I can do that, officer. I, I, I absolutely do that. I was a, that was a cool dude. That was a, that was a uh, really cool dude. What an alley-oop, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like. All right. I yeah. made me feel good. Like, cause, cause most of the time, like I'd say 80% of the people who see my Camaro just think it's played out, boring, basic. And, um, but like 20% of the people just think it's the coolest car ever. Right. I think your car, which is nice weird. Car. No, you're one of the 80% that thinks it's garbage, but like, but 20% no, I, of the I people. I just give you shit. I just give you shit. <laughs> I feel like it's my responsibility to keep you in check so that, you know what I mean? Like we got a Larry Magic Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have no illusions about my, my, my Camaro. I know what it no, is. I think it nice. but, um, it looks fine. It's fast enough, I guess. And I, I at least, I will say it is. As far as not like just regular SS trim fifth gen Camaros, it is probably oh I'm gonna toot my own horn here. It is probably the best built one right now. Like no joke, it is probably one of the best built Camaros out there because I did everything to it. I everything that they screwed up from the factory, I fixed all of it. Hmm. So yeah, if you ever buy my Camaro, from... you have a really yeah. nice Camaro for what it Mike, is. But in the admission of what you 
were able to accomplish with that car on the track. It sounds like you did everything but make it fast, my friend. Oh, 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 oh he's got jokes. <laughs> I, I yeah, I didn't. Yeah. This, is, this is out of your mouth. <laughs> I'm just... Oh uh, no! It's, that it's, much no, is guys. That much. I can't. I can I can only fight the platform so much, guys. No, from the front, you have the generation that you have the fifth gen. From the front, it's my favorite design. Um, yeah, I think from you. the side, it's still the favorite. The lights in the rear are not my favorite, but they're not the ones that I absolutely hate. That look like yeah. the Integra lights. From yeah, the yeah, or the Prelude ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, Prelude sure. light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my God, I don't yeah. know what they no. were smoking when they did yeah. that. I, no one was a fan of that. Not really. But I mean, yeah, like we put LEDs in it. It's like okay, well, it still doesn't look right. But no, it, it's... yeah, the car is the car is fine. In some angles, it looks like the coolest car in the world. Other angles, mm-hmm. it looks bloated as hell. Like I mean, it does, and that's no, fine. I... I think the front end is mean. I love like mm-hmm. when I'm driving, people will literally look in their rear view and just get out of my way the car yep. looks mean like and i mm-hmm. love that um i wish it wasn't so heavy i really do i think it's just really that and arrow is the only drawbacks and it's even big for me i mean it's like mm. i get in there it's like i'm not in a car i'm in a living room like it is a big car <laughs> but, and like i'm not like I'm, I'm, I'm not larry like i'm not a big guy so it's like i'm just sitting here and i just look like i look like this tiny little kid in this car like it's this massive car so that's um, too funny it's you know there are other cars that fit me better for sure but um i did like the aggressive uh look of that car which is why I bought it. Yeah, 13, you got a good, 14 years ago, but you got a good one, Mike. You got a good one. I'm looking at it right now on the other screen because <laughs> I have the uh, I have the first episode of Danger to Manifold on the player, so it's the picture nice. of like the red and the black Mustangs. Oh no, I'm sorry, I take that back. That's not the first episode. That's just the like. That's our Woody backdrop. Yeah, yeah. Like the, yeah, the banner our, image. Yeah. Yeah, man, Mike, it's been a ride, brother. Uh, to anybody who's still listening to the podcast here, Mike and I started this podcast a long time ago, just as two friends who wanted to talk about cars. First episode, looks like, was of April of 2021. Here we are, ending 2022 with a banger. This is our Christmas episode. We figured we would surprise you guys. Um, it's been a while since the last one. People maybe thought we were dead or, or not doing it at all, or who knows. I will say this. I'm just going to be real, and I'm going to eat some humble pie here. Mike works in the game industry. I work in the game industry, and we don't work at the same companies. We both work very hard. Not an excuse. That's just the reality of life. You know, shit came up and happened, and we kind of missed a few episodes, and then we just missed. <laughs> we just missed. So Merry Christmas. Um, if you're listening to this in 2030, I don't care when. Super happy to have you. Hopefully you support us. Like the podcast on any platform you come across. This is just what we do. And you can't see the gun that I'm holding under the table, but like Mike and I are going to be making more episodes. So we'll just leave it at that. Merry Christmas, guys. Mike, I'll I'll let you send off if you get anything else you want to say. It's been about a year since our last podcast and a lot's happened there. And we have a lot to share with you from that. And a lot of plans. You know, we were talking about a a lot of plans and they certainly were delayed, but not canceled. Um, I've made a lot of progress on some cars, and there are more cars to come, so there's definitely more content there. We had to take the year to um, deal with a lot of things uh, that you'll hear about if you keep listening. Yeah. So thanks for tuning back in if you have, or if you're brand new, thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, I hope we're amusing and not annoying. So, uh, And if we are annoying, then well, listen to us yeah. anyway. But yeah. Yeah, If we're annoying, like swipe right, dude. Like, uh, it's... I want to find the people who like us and we'll hang out with them. <laughs> or swipe left, I don't know. 
whatever, whatever, it, whatever it is. Yeah, we're, whichever we're, one we're, it is. We're too old for that. <laughs> too old for that. Mike, Merry Christmas, brother. Merry Christmas, Mike. See you later.